He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. All right, we are here. Good morning. So happy to be with you here on a beautiful morning in the hill country with just a slight chance of rain. But uh, let me tell you, it had me getting all excited. I think last night I looked at it and it was a 22% chance of of rain in my area so uh we'll uh we'll see how it goes uh if that uh, goes any uh further than that um and uh yeah so yeah yesterday was a nine percent chance at my house uh for rain so there you go that's uh 22 percent man i'll take that um, you know, I think I had a weather guy years ago say, when they say, you know, 22% of rain, what that means is that um, 22% of the area that can hear or see this broadcast is likely to get some rain. I know that's just a, never mind. Um, we've got some things on your calendar. Got a great program lined up for um, uh, for you today with... Um, with uh, Pastor Greg at the bottom of the hour. Very excited about that. We, uh, after either two or three weeks of not having our Monday evening phone calls for several uh, reasons, um, and uh, yesterday we said, well, we're gonna, we're absolutely going to visit today. And so we spent about 47 minutes on the phone yesterday afternoon and uh, covered, I can't tell you how many topics. And by the time we were done, I said, so what are we going to talk about tomorrow? And uh, then we both laughed. So we'll, it'll be um, a hodgepodge. We'll see what Pastor Greg comes up with, but it's always good. Today, 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 this is a big deal. This is a huge deal. If you can get yourself over to the Hill Country Youth Event Center, today we've been talking about this for, oh, goodness, for over a month. I've had it on your calendar. You've seen it in your Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. You've gotten it in your We the People Liberty in Action newsletters and text messages. This is today the Election Integrity Town Hall. Um, This is so important for you to go see. Your precinct chairs need to be there. Your your, uh, Gillespie County and Kerr County Republican Party chairs. Paul, Moe, y'all need to be over there today. Jim. In, Kerr, in Fredericksburg, running the elections now. You need to see this, and don't you guys dare leave early. You know, I got a nasty phone call. Well, it wasn't nasty. Eh, I'll take it back. It was a little bit. Uh, about a week and a half ago from someone who was being very, very critical of this hand-count road show, just calling all kinds of doubts up about it. And I talked to a couple of people that know him and were actually at the meeting on Sunday night a few weeks ago when we had this presentation in Fredericksburg. And I said, you know, so-and-so called me up and was all upset about, you know, us misleading information. And, and they said, oh, really? He, he called you? You know, because he left less than an hour into that program. Th- this person who called me last week, you know who you are. You're listening. 
You need to go today and stay for the whole dadgum thing. I found out yesterday or the last couple of days that you left early, that you left not even an hour into that presentation, and then you had the nerve to call me and tell me we didn't know what we were talking about and that we were spreading misinformation. You didn't even stay for the whole dadgum thing, Stan. Oh, I didn't didn't say that. All right, so that is today. You've got another opportunity. Mo, you left early. Jim, you left early. You got your chance. Makeup call today from one, from one to five, from one to five at the Hill Country Youth Events Center. Go find out how to how to do a Chapter sixty five hand count for the elections. It can be done. It does not have to be certified by the state because it's already certified by the state. All you have to do is choose as a county. We're going to hand count these ballots. All right, so there you go today. Um, on Thursday, the 24th, Moms for Liberty, man, they're going to have them a heck of a meeting out there. You must absolutely, if you want more details on that, you're going to have to follow the link on the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter, or you're going to need to go to the um, go to Moms for Liberty, the national site.org, find Texas, go down there, and you will find uh, the Gillespie County. Uh, Moms for Liberty, and uh, but you must have a you must have RSVP'd for this event. It is very very limited registration. It may already be full, um, but you you, you they're not going to let you in without registering. And I know there's a lot of special people out there who think, well, that doesn't apply to me. I know, I've been there before. I've done it. I actually got chewed out for not RSVPing to a Fredericksburg Tea Party event one time. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm here for everything. Uh, and uh, But I didn't RSVP, and I, I, I got it handed to me for not doing that. So nobody's special, including me. If you want to go to this Moms for Liberty uh, back-to-school event with Chip Roy's going to be there, um, then uh, you got to RSVP or you will not get in the door. Plain and simple. Uh, going on out, uh, Junction, um, on the 9th of September, Seth Keschel. Looking forward to that. Um, on the 22nd, here it is, Friday the 22nd, Charlie Kirk and Don Huffines and Chip Roy and um, uh, Green. I'm forgetting a name right now. Um, but these folks are going to be um, at our annual fundraiser, and it's going to be an absolute blast. And uh, Charlie Kirk, um, man, he's going to blow your mind. This is going to be great. We've got some great uh, uh, live auction things. You know, we had Don Huffines, uh, 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 Senator Huffines. He used to be a senator. Um, and uh, he uh, did the live auction last year, and it was a blast. Um, so anyway, you want tickets to that, you need to go to fredericksburgteaparty.org or open up your newsletter that you got last night or yesterday sometime that you get every single Monday. So give you a little bit of Ben Franklin here. Um, laws, Ben Franklin said laws are like spider webs. Laws are like spider webs. They're very good at catching the little things but the big bugs just fly right through it. Hmm. Hmm. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
He's seen a few skirmishes in his time. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. The Fredericksburg Tea Party, along with We the People, Liberty in Action, and Kerr County Patriots invite you to join us for Boots and Barbecue 2023, Friday, September 22nd at the YO Hotel and Conference Center in Kerrville. TPUSA founder Charlie Kirk will be joined by special guests, Congressman Chip Roy, Don Huffines of Huffines Liberty Foundation, and Rick Green, president of Patriot Academy. Great items in our silent and live auction. Get your tickets at fredericksburgteaparty.org. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Got a little bit of Leonard Skinner in there as um, um, greatest rock and roll band ever. Put him right up there with Aerosmith. All right, so there you go, folks. Uh, got plenty to talk about. Um, Harley yesterday started talking about a, um, a, a, a documentary. It's about 37 minutes long. It's called The Texas Heist. Now, The Texas Heist, I'm going to tell you where to find this because I had several people text me yesterday afternoon and say, hey, Harley was talking about this. How come you hadn't talked about it yet? Well, um, I got all, I'm, we're going to be talking about this video for a long time. It's called The Texas Heist. It was put out by the scorecard. Uh, Texas scorecard. There's three places I can tell you to find it right now. The very easiest is to open up your newsletter from the Fredericksburg Tea Party, and it'll be right at the, I believe it's at the very bottom. It's called the Texas Heist, and there's a link that'll take you right to it. The second easiest way to do it is to go to Texas Scorecard. Go to their website, and you will find it on their front page, the Texas Heist. Um, if neither of those work for you, just go to YouTube and search Texas Heist. It will come in uh, third or fourth or fifth. It shows uh, some uh, cop videos, some police officer videos. I, I don't know. Some uh, I think it's got some 7-Eleven videos of a heist or something in Texas. But you will find it on YouTube, the Texas Heist. If there was a way, and I told Angela this yesterday on the drive-in, I said if there was a way that I could use uh, high-tech to not allow you to listen to this radio program until you've watched this 37 minutes, all right? If there was some way I could uh, get into your radio, and so when you go to turn on the program today, it would say, you cannot listen to this program until you have watched the Texas heist. And then you would go over and watch it and then come back in and join on the... If there was a way I could do that, I would do that. That's how important this uh, movie, I think it is. First of all, it tells the story that I have been telling ever since I got on the air. And even before I got on the air, I have been telling this story over and over. The Democrats really do run the Texas House. You just think we have a Republican majority. And you can go ahead and think that, and you can blow me off, but when you see the facts laid out the way they do in these 37 minutes, the story I have been telling you about how the Republicans, a Republican majority, had control of the Texas House for one session, I believe it was 2002. After that, it went back to the Republicans, I mean, back to the Democrats. And you'll say, but wait, Mr. Long, Republicans since 2002 have had a majority, even once coming close to a supermajority, 
How can you possibly say that the Democrats run the Texas House? They do. And uh, this is uh, this, um, the Texas heist lays it all out, lays it all out. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to play you the uh, introduction to the Texas heist. Now, it has the dramatic music in the background, um, but that's all right. So um, we're going to start that up right now. This is about a minute and a half. Uh, perk up, listen to this, pay attention because this is the teaser that is that I want you to get. Go watch the Texas heist before tomorrow's show. Here goes. When a stranger's picking your pocket, breaking into your house, stealing your car, what would you do? Maybe defend what's yours. Call a neighbor for help maybe even call the police. But it's different when the perpetrator is someone we know, someone we let into our house or borrow our car. None of us like to think we were duped. Mark Twain said, it's easier to fool people than to convince them they've been fooled. This is why thieves and con men like Bernie Madoff are able to last so long. No one likes to admit they were taken advantage of. It might also explain why a dozen politicians seem to be getting away with stealing Texas from the voters. I think if you live in another state and you think about or you look at Texas, you're right. You assume that Texas is very conservative. All too often we vote for somebody because we like them. I think you have an entire structure of political organizations designed to pull the wool over their eyes to obfuscate issues. These guys? have helped the Democrats steal control of the Texas House of Representatives. We've got to pay attention now or we lose Texas. All right, there you go. That is the introduction to the Texas heist. Um, when I get home and listen to this show, I'll see if that audio was loud enough. I, to me on this end, it didn't seem like it was. Um, and if I get home or if someone calls and says, we couldn't hear that, um, my apologies. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll improve that and, uh, we'll get that out to you tomorrow. The Texas heist tells the story that began when the Republicans finally, finally got a majority in the Texas House. You may remember, in fact, you may know your parents and your grandparents were yellow dog Democrats. All right. They were Democrats. State of Texas was a Democrat state all the way. Man, listen, we produced LBJ that, right out here in our backyard. That's how Democratic Texas was. We, we raised and bred a man who went into office and created one of the biggest socialist messes we've ever had in our lives and so in the year 2000 or 2002, that's why I want you to watch this video called The Texas Heist. In 2000-2002, the um, de Republicans finally got a majority. They very quickly, within a session, I believe, had almost a super majority. They chose a really good man uh, by the name of Tom Craddock, to be the Speaker of the House. Tom Craddock is a true conservative Republican. And by the way, he is still serving. 
Um, I believe he is out. He is from, uh, I think he's out from West Texas is where I think Tom Craddock is. Um, and he's still there. And um, so he was the Speaker of the House. And uh, there were some uh, Republicans, one by the name of Joe Strauss, who was not very happy with the direction that Tom Craddock was going. It was too conservative for him. And um, he knew a lot of the Democrats. He had an R by his name. Joe Strauss has a great big old fat R by his name. And uh, so he, uh, um, but anyway, he wanted power. He did not want the House to be as conservative as, as Tom Craddock was doing it. And so he went over and he talked to the Democrats. And he said, if I can get your support, if I can get the Democrats' support, then I will, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll grab a handful of Republicans and you can choose me as the speaker and we'll have a, see, we'll have a Republican speaker, but it'll be, it'll, yeah, we'll, we'll all, we'll all, we'll split the goods evenly. All right. We'll give the Democrats what they want and we'll, uh, give Pablum and, and <laughs> to the Republicans. You had liberals who wanted to take our country to the left, but they had an R by their name. And uh, so this coup, this heist, took place with every Democrat along with along with 26 Republicans. That's all it took was 26 Republicans. Even though we had a majority, Joe Strauss overthrew Tom Craddock and that was the beginning of where we are today. Um, and immediately after that, Democrats, even though they didn't have a majority, and even though we had almost a supermajority, Democrats were getting into positions of power. Democrats were getting into um, uh, speaker sh- uh, into uh, committee chairs. Um, It was, we just handed half the state over to the Democrats. Now, we have been doing that so long now, over 20 years, through three speakers who have passed on this power. In order to keep that power, those uh, Democrat, those uh, trans rhinos, those uh, trans publicans, those trans publicans have continued to court the Democrats in order to become the speaker of the Texas House, using Democrats to become the Speaker of the Texas House, giving Democrats control. We're going to unwrap this more. Maybe I'll come back after Pastor Greg, but right now we need to take a short little wee break, and uh, when we get back, we will have Pastor Greg on the line. Again, this movie is called The Texas Heist. Find it, watch it, or I will turn your radio off, uh, radio off tomorrow with my extrasensory perceptions. There's more where that came from. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back.
right, folks, we are back and um, got Pastor Greg lining up his uh, on the other end. Like I told you earlier, Pastor Greg and I for many years or for a long time now have been getting on the phone on Monday nights and we had skipped the last two or three Monday nights. And so I do believe that uh, we had um, (laughs) – I think we got all caught up last night, and we covered everything from from God on down, right? We covered everything from God on down. We talked about the worship of of candidates. We talked about um, how are we making idols, are we creating idols out of our um, uh, politicians, and uh, this is uh, this is scary if that's what we're doing, and uh, this is uh, we've got to be careful of that. And and if your idol is Donald Trump, this is not good. If your idol is Chip Roy, that is not good. The people we elect are just as I said, people's human beings, and so that is um, that we we you don't worship human beings. So uh, I'm going to bring in uh, Pastor Greg here, see where his uh, bumper music is going, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Do we have anything from Pastor Greg over here yet? I thought I heard some intro music. You can support Chosen Generation and make a tax-deductible donation by visiting www.chosengenerationradio.com. And now, back to Chosen Generation with Pastor Greg. And welcome back to Chosen Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything is filtered through biblical glasses. Thanks so much for being here. I know you have a choice somewhere you can listen each and every day. And as we do here on Tuesdays, very excited to join Hill Country Patriot Radio and the Matt Wong Show. Matt, are you with me, my friend? Yes, sir. Good morning and um, welcome to the Matt Long Show from our nationwide listeners every Tuesday. This is real... Uh, privilege for me to get to join you on Tuesdays, uh, Pastor Greg. Well, it's it's exciting to have you, Matt. It's always fun, and uh, I, I, I was hearing you in the break talking about we've been We've been doing radio together for golly, probably ten years. I think you've been you've been coming on my program. Uh, you know, b- b- before you started your own show, you were uh, you were you were coming on and guest and being a guest on my show, and it was always a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first time I I remember coming down to your studio over in Kerrville when you were in the uh, Kerrville studio, and uh, I'd never really. I don't think I'd ever been on the air, and and uh, you set it all up, and you ask me a question, you know, the interview type, and I started answering, and you just turned around and walked away from me, and uh, started messing on all these computers over there, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, you didn't want to hear the answer to the question, Pastor Greg, and it was like, uh, hey Matt, um, you're talking to uh, those uh, that you know that 10 million people out there listening, not me. Now I understand it because I know what we're doing in the studio when uh, a guest is speaking. So um, I've learned a yep. lot from you, yep. and I appreciate it. So, man, we had well, a mess of well, topics last night, Pastor Greg. We 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 really did have a massive topic, and you know, one of the things that we kind of boil down to, and it's interesting because I had uh, Bishop E. W. Jackson was my first guest this morning, and he's he's running for president. And uh, and one of the things he talked about is he said, look, you know, there's there's two things that um, and that I'm just going to say right right off the bat. I want a constitutional amendment that says that marriage is between a man and a woman. And I want a constitutional amendment that says there's two genders, 
male and female. And we talked about, well, you know, can you, you know, can you, can, can the government be engaged in the process of, uh, of, of morality, right? You know, mm-hmm. do we, do, do we, do we mandate morality? And I know you and I used to have this conversation years ago. Right. And, uh, and, and, and back then I think you had, you know, a very, a, an extreme, you know, a, a libertarian view, which I understand. Yep. Uh, kind of similar to how, to how Charlie Kirk used to be, right? You know, it was kind of like, well, you know, uh, you know, no, you can't mandate morality. And then you, you evolve to the place where you begin to realize that, you know what, somebody's morality is being mandated. Yeah. Period. Always. Look what's happening. You know, the, the only reason they're mutilating children, the only reason there's pornography, the only reason that Kinsey's method and his concept that children are sexual beings from birth, the only reason that's able to be in the school to begin with is because somebody decided that their morality trumped the morality that was originally intended by our founders in order for our constitutional republic to function. Absolutely. Period. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing. You know, I told you last night that the uh, Fredericksburg School District had uh, cut the baby in half uh, on their decision about keeping the books uh, in the library. That is a morality that has been pushed on to uh, this this homosexual, this LGBT alphabet morality that has been pushed on to the school board members and uh they yeah you're right let me let me comment on this well i heard this argument about legislating morality a while back and i've used it a couple of times first of all if we define morality as the as choosing between what is right and what is wrong is that a would you would you uh, just a real simple definition would that work for you I'll, I'll 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 take that I'll take that plunge for a minute. All right. So, if morality is d- the difference between right and wrong, then every single law we pass, every single law we pass, starting yep. with a speed limit that says fifty-five. If you are fifty-five, then you are right. If you go over fifty-five, you are wrong. So I would lay out there that every single law that was ever passed decides and yes. defines the difference between right and wrong, and thus every single law ever passed is a law on morality. How, does that work for you? I agree. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I, I, I think there's no question. And so there, therein lies, and we kind of got into this a little bit last night as well, which I think is, is, a, is, a, is a good uh, question, and well, I'm going to throw, throw the thought out there, and then we'll talk about it. But, you know, relative to conservatism, you know, the, the definition, what is it to be a conservative? And, and there are those who say, well, it's, you know, it's about conserving, it's about being, uh, you know, reserved, it's about, you know, tradition, and so on and so on. Um, and, and in my mind, that's a more libertarian perspective because it's the idea of, well, it's whoever's tradition, but who determines tradition then? Man, it, it's still a subjective issue because every culture has its own traditions. Every, every, these, the, the ones who want to claim LGBTQ, they, they say they're a people group and mm-hmm. they now have a tradition. 
and their tradition is the same sex, whatever you want to call them, hookups, unions, whatever they are, uh, you know, transgender. So, so now it's, they don't consider themselves, I mean, they, they say non-traditional, but it's within their cultural tradition. My suggestion is, is that conservatism has to be rooted in who is the author and the finisher of it. And it comes from one place and one place only. And it comes from a biblical tradition. It comes from the Bible. It comes from scripture. God said, and, and, and I, I, I think I might've mentioned this on your program once. Uh, I've mentioned it on mine a number of times. Dennis Prager came out with a whole big deal about pride. And, and, and one of his comments was coming from uh, a former uh, survivor of the Holocaust who said, uh, was asked whether he hated the German people. And he said, no, he said, there's, there's two, only two types of people, decent people and indecent people. And Dennis Prager suggested that, that sodomites can be decent people. Well, if morality is what decency, the definition of decent is moral. And if there is a definition for moral, then that statement by Dennis Prager is not possible. Mm. It's just, it's not possible. Now, look, I don't, I, you do what you want to do because everyone has the right to choose sin. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you have the right to choose sin. But what you don't have the right to do is to call your sin good and make everybody bow down to your sin. Mm. You know, okay? I because that's destructive. Absolutely. So where tie that in? We, we I, I've used the term and I know a lot of people have before. They use the term, well, I'm a Christian conservative or I'm a political conservative. Is there uh, in 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 uh let me think in this country is there a difference between the two let's just stick with the united states would you say that there's a difference between politically conservative and being a christian conservative are there two is there such thing as a christian that's not a conservative i'll just open it up there well let me let me let me answer that question by by asking a question uh when, when we talk about, um, I'll use the term justice, when we talk about justice, are, are, um, are, are we a person who believes in justice or are we a person who believes in social justice? Hmm. Um, are, are we a person who believes in marriage or have we decided that it's necessary for us to have to add the adjective traditional marriage. Mm. So I, I think that when we start adding adjectives, now we have allowed someone to redefine the very foundation of what we're talking about. Pastor Greg, what do you say to a Republican who says, I'm a conservative Republican, but um, I, I, I really don't believe in God? I'm a conservative Republican, but I don't go to church, but I'm going to vote Republican because I like uh, uh, whatever. I like the way the Republicans are. 
but uh, I'm not a Christian and I'm not buying all that. What do you say? What do you? I'm not a believer. I'm not buying all that. What do you say to those people in the party when, uh, or if and when we put God at the top of the party? How does that talk a little bit about that? Well, so let's let's define why we would put God at the at the at the top of the party first. If 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 the idea of a Republican means that I believe in a constitutional republic, mm-hmm. then I also believe that my rights do not come from a man. Mm. My rights are not given to me by Washington, D.C. My rights are not given to me by the president or by the legislators or by the judiciary. They're not given to me by the governor or by the state legislators or by the state judiciary. They're not given to me by the mayor or the city council. They're not given to me by the county commissioner or the county judge. My rights belong to me because they've been given to me by God. And the only reason that those individuals have any kind of authority at all or ability to make any kind of a decision at all is because I say so. Because I allow them to be able to sit in those seats. Because just like myself, they are accountable to God. And that is the is the foundation of a constitutional republic. So you can say now now you can say, listen, I, I would however you want to believe. But but at the end of the day, if you want individual rights and you want liberty, then you better recognize that objectively, not subjectively, objectively, God gives you those rights. And if he doesn't, then a man does, and those rights can be taken away from you, they're gone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even take 60 seconds. Yeah. It just happened. So it if just we, happened. I, and, and we say that a lot, and, and I understand it uh, completely. I understand it, and I'm with you 100%. But if we say have a right to, we have a right to a free uh, to choose to worship who we want to worship, and worship in the manner that we want to worship. We had the government take that. Is it take that right away? Is that the we had them uh, override that right when they shut us down during COVID? Because those rights were, I don't know if the word taken away is proper. How would you define then what, what the governments did to churches uh, two years ago? And um, I submit that I think they're getting ready to do it again, Pastor Greg, but that's a topic for another day. So I, I think two things happened. I think, I think, yes, the government instituted mandates that said we're not going to allow uh, public meetings, we're not going to allow uh, gatherings. I mean, they even went so far in some places as to suggest that you couldn't have, remember that they said you, you're not supposed to have a certain number of people at your house for Thanksgiving meal. Right. Um, so so they, they, they encroached upon that. But I think that the reverse of that is, goes back to what I just said. We, the people, decided to subject ourselves to the idea 
of democracy mm-hmm. to the idea, right? Because what was one of the things that that was decried was, well, if you don't go along with this, you're 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 a criminal right. because you're injuring the you're injuring what the rest of us. Mm-hmm. That's democracy. That's democracy. That's mob rule. Right. That's what that is. That's not a constitutional republic. And it's certainly not the the place in which what has been given to us has been given to us, endowed in us by God. Mm. That's not the case. We are surrendering that right to an entity and falling under that auspices. And and so I would suggest that it was twofold. It was the churches surrendered and and made and made these these Compromises. tyrants. Yeah. Yep. They made these tyrants their God and and the tyrant said, Aha, we've got you now because we're gonna you're gonna do what we tell you to do and we know you will. Mm. Pastor Greg, we need to talk about, um, I'm sure you're hearing uh, uh, rumors probably more than I am about uh, an upcoming, uh, uh, possibly another lockdown, uh, you know, just kind of coincide with, uh, you know, the primaries and the elections and all of that. We need to talk about that and we need to we need to get people armed for that ready. And I don't mean with guns, I mean armed with knowledge and wisdom to be able to deal with that if and when it happens again. So can we talk about that next week? Can we pick our topic today for next week? 100%. I'm writing it down. (laughs) All right. I'm writing it down. All right. Pastor Greg, we are over time. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, always good to talk to you on Mondays and Tuesdays. God bless you, Matt. God bless you, Hill Country Patriots. Love all of you, and uh, and I appreciate you as well. All right, folks, uh, we will be right back, and um, I'm probably going to talk a little bit more about that um, about that uh, film, that uh, documentary called The Texas Heist. The Texas Heist. I'm going to come back and talk about that a little bit more. Y'all stay tuned. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Long. are back thank you so much for sticking around uh you are uh, listening to the hill country patriot your information station if you're driving around in your truck uh in the hill country it's 104.3 on your fm dial or 102.1 and we are screaming all over the internet all over the world at hillcountrypatriot.com you can catch us live anywhere in the world except i think north korea iraq and uh, maybe afghanistan i can never remember what the three countries are that i have been banned from but i'm very proud to have been banned from at least three countries you know i haven't looked at the list i may have been banned from another country since i looked at that uh, last time i went on and looked at uh, looked at my uh, uh, where i had been scolded so um we the Texas heist. This is so important that you watch this. This is so important that you get this message out to your local Republicans 
because I guarantee you that most of your standard Republicans, all right, in other words, you know who I'm talking about, those guys who go to the quarterly meeting and they get all free, you know, they get all busy at election time, but that's it. They go to the meetings and uh, they they work the elections, but that that is the extent of their engagement. All right, and so we I run into arguments with Republicans here in the county about things that the Texas House is doing, and uh, what Republicans are doing in the Texas House. And I love it. Someone said, "Well, we're we're not there, Matt. We can't we can't pass judgment on we we don't know what they yeah. Guess what." Guess what, Bill? We, I am a witness. I am. Angela is a witness. These people, Michael Belsick, who spends so much time at the Capitol, um, we, it is, um, we are eyewitnesses to this. We see as plain as day. There is more evidence than you can shake a stick at that the Democrats control and run the House. Now, when, um, when, uh, Dade Phelan, decided to uh, run for the house he went over and met with the democrats and the lgbtq caucus before going to republicans you go wait how do you know that mr long because it's documented all right in fact there they were dumb enough to even brag and that is part of the video and audio and that you will find in the texas heist of where the Democrats are bragging about the amount of power they have through Dade Phelan, where they're thanking him, Dade Phelan. In fact, one of them even asks him, now you're a Republican, aren't you? This was toward, I think this was the last day of the session. And one of the Democrats is is addressing Dade Phelan and says, so you're a Republican. And he hesitates and he falters and, and she starts to fill in for him and he says something. Well, that's what, that's what most people think and that's what the label most people put on me. I swear to you folks, that's what he said. Go watch that video. Go watch that video. When asked directly if he was a Republican, he floundered. He floundered a lot before he actually said some kind of dumb statement like, you know, well, that's, uh, that's what people say I am. That's the, the label that's been attached to me sometimes. Folks, starting with Joe Strauss and continuing on today, the power of the Texas House has lied, lain in the hands of the Democrats. The Republicans, we get tossed a little bit of a bone every now and then. Now, here's uh, the part of this uh, video, and we're going to, I'm going to, I've got the audio extracted. I've got all the different places I want to play for you. We're going to be playing them a little bit every now and then, um, but you've, you've got to watch this entire movie, The Texas Heist. Go watch it, please. Um, but uh, before we go today, I, um, I had a, a bookmark in my Bible, and uh, I said, well, let's see. I'm going to go see what that uh, bookmark is, and let's see if that is uh, something appropriate. And uh, it wasn't about a scripture. It was about one of the articles. I said, well, I, I need to find a scripture for today. And uh, I went to Isaiah because that's always a good place to go. And uh, this is interesting. I had never uh, seen this before. So here's Isaiah saying, for thus the Lord spoke to me with mighty power, and instructed me not to walk in the way of this people. 
All right, so he's talking about uh, some bad guys there, and he's saying don't walk the way these guys walk. And he says, this is what God says, you are not to say it is a conspiracy in regard to all this people call a conspiracy, and you are not to fear what they fear or be in dread of it. It is the Lord of hosts whom you should regard as holy, and he shall be your fear, and he shall be your dread. Then he shall become a sanctuary, but to both the house of Israel and a stone to strike and a rock to stumble over and a snare and a trap for the inhabitants of Jerusalem. I've never seen that. Like, you know, this is one you could take out of context and just, oh, that's what it says in the Old Testament. You're not to say it's a conspiracy. Um, let's keep everything in context, folks. And um, But, uh, yeah, that'll be a fun one to go back. In fact, I think today I'm going to go back and, and go forward, uh, go back in Isaiah and see kind of where that story came from. And um, maybe I'll pass that uh, information on you tomorrow. Folks, always a pleasure. KRNH HD2, Kerrville, K271CH.